Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Audio Only Podcast. So today, I know you can't see it because it's only audio only, but I'm in a different location. Normally, I'm at home, I'm in a little study office area, but today, believe it or not, I am in Maidstone in a travel lodge. So um, yeah, just picture me sat in the corner of the travel lodge on a desk. Um, sat here with my notes on my phone, recording this podcast, ready to go out this Sunday. So yeah, um, the one thing I wanted to start with today was, I think I've mentioned it a few times before, especially like in my vlogs when I was away, mainly in like Poland and all them kind of places, because I couldn't understand the writing on food and drinks and that kind of thing. So my one, my one pet hate, well, probably the biggest pet hate ever is buying sparkling water because who actually enjoys sparkling water unless you're about a 60 70 year old person weirdo psychopath etc so what have i done we went to so i'm here with yoni and we're filming for one of our clients tomorrow so we went to watch football and i hadn't i just need some water in the, in the room basically so we went to some like corner shop and i was like right i'm just gonna buy the biggest bottle of water we can <laughs> I had a look and it says, and I'm reading it now, Wonder Spring Carbonated Natural Mineral Water. But at the time, I don't think I read the carbonated part. I think I just read the natural mineral water. And I just assumed that mineral water was <laughs> still water. But as you only just pointed out, the other side of it is some foreign language. That I don't even have a clue what it says. Um, what language do you reckon that is, Johnny? <laughs> like we don't want to assume, but basically it says is voral minu nilo. So that means wonder spring. And then apa minerala natula carbogazavikai. So that means carbonated natural mineral water. So I have absolutely no idea what that means, what language it is. But if you're ever in Maidstone at the Bossman Corner Shop, don't get the Isveral Minerola Apa Minerala Natural Carbonifica because it's sparkling water and the new shop is that shop and that's about 10, 15 minute walk and I'm recording this at like half 10 at night so I'm not going back out so I'm just going to have to power through and just complain all night and all morning that all we've got is sparkling water and yes I have just ranted about sparkling water for about two minutes. So just take a sip of that sparkling water and we'll crack on. So I haven't actually spoken about my holiday, well my business trip holiday and turning 26 um, because we recorded podcasts before that so yeah turn 26 21st february uh that was quite exciting i felt like 25 was hit me a bit harder than 26 i felt like 25 i was like oh i'm actually getting old now whereas 26 is just like carrying on in your mid-20s didn't really make too much of a difference i didn't really think about it too much to be fair it just kind of like happened but Everyone's getting older, aren't they? Everyone's growing up and it's just crazy how fast time goes. I can't believe it's March already. And 2022, we're nearly a quarter of the way through. But yeah, Dubai was pretty sick, to be fair. If you've never been, I'd highly recommend it. It is definitely a lot more normal than I expected. My impression was probably just like what everyone else is. It's just like money everywhere. Everyone's like a millionaire driving around in flash cars, like supercars, Ferraris, Lambos, all that kind of stuff. It's absolutely loaded and just spends money left, right and centre. But I think it's pleasantly surprised that you realise that <laughs> there's still normal jobs over there and normal people have to do them. And there's a lot of 
is it immigrants the right word maybe but like say people from africa or asia just doing like normal nine to five jobs like when we went to the water park there was a lady there babs who was from uh, kenya who just loved it just like working there and then going out and stuff so obviously there is normal jobs there uh, normal people just living there just chilling we found like an easy way to get transport around because we stayed in like the marina in an apartment there and there was a train station or a metro station like right next to us so we would just get in the metro back and forth which is literally only about one or two pounds which is really really cheap whereas when we first arrived we spent like 45 pounds on a taxi from the airport to the airbnb which was uh quite expensive so i thought that was at the start i thought that was going to be of things to come really but everything was really priced good fun so the kind of plan of action what we did was we arrived uh late on the sunday night i think it was uh tried to get our bearings a little bit but then woke up early on my birthday on the monday and went for the sand buggies which was uh, very surreal we only had a couple of well probably like three four hours sleep something like that and then woke up got picked up from the airbnb at like 6am and drove to the driven to the beach not the beach <laughs> the uh desert for 7am for the sunrise and yeah it was it was very very cool so just for if people are interested of how much things are cost because to be honest i would be if i was listening to this so the buggies you hire out well we hired out one buggy between two of us and you get about an hour's ride on it and that was approximately i think it was 1100 dirhams which is like just over 200 pounds between two of you so like i say 100 pounds each and it was 100 percent worth it especially when you get the transport included you get ferried there and back and then you can share the drive times to get a half an hour drive time each. Uh, going through the desert over the dunes, driving past the camels, which is absolutely mental. Then we actually stopped halfway through, went to see the camels, got to touch them. There's one that had literally been born that morning as well um, on my birthday. So we got the same birthday and that camel was actually worth. I'm giving you all the, the spoilers here. So you're not going to watch my YouTube videos on them, but you need to watch the YouTube videos because you can actually see it rather than me explaining it. But one of them camels was worth 1 million dirham which was, it's approximately £200,000. So what would you rather have, a camel or a Lambo? So basically, you're not allowed to bet slash gamble in Dubai, I believe. So what they do is they race camels and then you win prize money that way. So that's how they make money off the camels, um, just for your information. So we saw the camels, just drinking my spark no more. And then we got to go sand, sand surfing, sandboarding as well, which is pretty cool. And then drove back. We were in like, there was an instructor with us and then it was me and Kieran and then there was like a family of four behind us and they, believe it or not, they crashed on the way back. So waited for them. That was pretty cool. And yeah, that was over in about an hour and a half-ish and they got driven back. Then the next thing on the agenda was the water park. And bearing in mind, we'd had about three hours sleep the last two nights, about six hours sleep because we went to Budapest the night before and we came to Dubai. And they went to the water park, absolutely shattered. But that was a lot of fun. Went on the rapids, went on all the different slides. The best one that we went on, I think it's called the Kamikaze. John, have you seen that one? The Kamikaze one where the the floor drops. Oh, so basically what happens is, right, so you go in this like chamber, you get sealed in, and the floor just like drops and you just go straight down like that. So that was so, so fast. And then the first contact with your back, it felt like it like rips up your back. But that was the best one. But we were so tired, we kept on messing up like the ones that we were going on. We wanted to go on a certain rides and going on the completely wrong ones. 
So we were there for maybe four, five hours, something like that. And we went on maybe six, six rides, slides. So there was quite a few queues and it was so, so windy. But the water park, I think that was approximately 50 or 60 pounds. And you got the aquarium included after, which it was, that was the Atlantis uh, Hotel, which is on the Palm. Which to be honest, I don't think it's too badly priced for a tourist destination, to be fair. But that was what we did there. And then on the Monday night for my birthday, this girl, Naya, who knows me from TikTok slash Instagram, um, decided to take us out for a birthday meal, went to a Lebanese place. I can't remember what it was called. Never been to Lebanese restaurant before, but it was decent. She picked out like chicken, whatever it was, shisha, kebab, maybe something. And we picked out, was it red, red tail, or red... Red something fish, I can't remember. Me and Kieran ended up picking it. We didn't have a clue what we were choosing. That was that was cool. It was nice to meet her. And then after that, we went to Top Golf Dubai. So going back to the food. So basically, between three of us, the food was about £100, which isn't that bad, really. £30 each, approximately, for like food and drinks and all that kind of stuff. So that's why I'm going back to... Dubai is actually affordable. If you want to go to affordable places, you don't have to go and spend it hundreds and thousands of pounds at meals at like STK and that Nasiret restaurant and stuff like that you don't want to um so yeah we went to top golf after that at like 11 o'clock i think it was just like walked in um went on the second floor that was pretty cool i've seen that on like instagram and youtube so often i'm um, going there it was really really cool on my birthday so we played a few games in there i smashed kieran he could he could hit a ball very very far but it was very accurate so i was a lot more accurate than him and yeah, we did that. I can't remember how much that was. I think it was maybe like 30, 40 pounds each, which isn't too bad. Got a good few videos on there. But like by the end of that day, we were absolutely knackered. I think it shut at one o'clock and we stayed to like one o'clock. And then we went to bed and then had a bit of a lie-in on the Tuesday. So yeah, we woke up on the Tuesday, had a bit of a lie-in. And then, oh yeah, to be fair, on the Monday, we went to the uh, apartment gym as well. I don't know why we did that, but we did. And then Tuesday, we got up filmed a podcast with Kieran um, which is cool which is out now already which is last episode about uh, how to get on reality TV so give that a watch and listen if you haven't um, already and then we went to the underwater zoo and aquarium so we got the metro there so that's like downtown so that's like back towards the airport we were staying in the marina which is the other way went there and that was really really interesting I didn't know like what I'd actually booked of the tickets it was like the ultimate experience I wasn't 100% sure what was included that was like 55 pounds i think it was so had a look at the aquarium uh, which you can kind of see in the mall anyway but you get to go inside slightly and then went upstairs to the underwater zoo and it was definitely an ultimate experience because you got to go on a boat trip over the aquarium see all the fishes that kind of thing with like a see-through which was cool and then went down after that and we got to see the penguins got to feed the fish you got to give them fish food and got to see them see crocodiles all that kind of fun stuff and it was definitely um, an experience so I'd recommend getting the tickets and going going to do that because it was definitely worth it even though you can see the aquarium from outside get the little extras that you'll have to watch my YouTube video on um, so I won't tell you too much but yeah it was it was very very cool and definitely uh, you should definitely do that but we were in a rush you see so we had to quickly fly through that and get back to the apartment because we met up with a couple of other friends from back home who were living out there so a friend Mudge he is living in Abu Dhabi and Barbering so he came over and um, filmed the podcast with him and then straight after filmed the podcast with Alice who 
she's from back home. She's been uh, living in Dubai for a year and a half and she's doing recruitment over there, but she used to have her own chocolate business, recorded a couple of podcasts with them. Yes, this has been a very, very, very busy trip, a productive trip. Then we went out for food that night. Kieran picked a restaurant called Tulum, Mexican. So there's like Taco Tuesday. Went there, there's overlooking the Dubai Fountain, which was uh, very, very cool. They have the show like on the half an hour, every half an hour. And the food was like five to seven courses. I can't remember, make it in front of you, put it down like tostadas, nachos, tacos, uh, dessert, all that kind of stuff, which was uh, decent. And you might think, oh, that would probably be super expensive in the Dubai Mall on Overlook at the Dubai Fountain, but I think it was £40 per person. And you get unlimited drinks as well, uh, which is decent. So going back to it is actually affordable if you want to make it affordable. So we did that on the Tuesday, went back, uh, chilled, and then went to bed. And then the final day on the Wednesday, filmed a podcast with Nea um, in the morning before she went to work. So she came around bright and early. Uh, which was good, spoke about her travelling around, moving to Dubai six years ago and her marketing, etc. And then we I wanted to initially go to Banu's gym because I see all like the fitness influencers and YouTubers go there. But after speaking to people and Kieran kind of wanted to go to the expo and we decided to go to the expo instead, which was definitely the best decision we made, like rather than going to Banu's gym, because we didn't actually realise that the expo was finishing at the end of March. So it's going to be gone. I don't know if it's going to be replaced with whatever. But went there. Like we said, we got the train again. It's only like a couple of quid, which is decent. And yeah, had a look around there. We were there for maybe four and a bit hours. Only got to see like six pavilions. So we saw the UK, Pakistan, USA, um, uh, Arab Emirates, and then DP, and then uh, Mission Possible, I think it is, which were cool. The British one was definitely the worst. Um, out of all of them didn't do justice at all the USA one was was really good same with uh, Arab Emirates to be fair but yeah it was definitely an experience and if you haven't if you don't know what it is you should definitely YouTube it and have a look there's so much cool things going on because when we were there there's 192 pavilions and each day is a country's day so they have the leaders from that country come and visit and they do like a presentation that kind of thing and the day we were there was Mali. So we saw the Mali leaders walking past like security, cordoned off areas and stuff. So if you watch the YouTube video, you'll be able to see that kind of stuff. And then finally, we had to go and try the local delicacies, didn't we? So the main part of the trip was going to McDonald's and seeing if they had wraps. But yes, they didn't actually have wraps. They had naans. I can't remember what it's called, like an Arabica, something like that. So it's like chicken patties. Which is, it was actually nice. It was nicer than it sounds, but they didn't have wraps. So you have to watch the YouTube video to see what the actual review was for the wrap. And then we went outside to see the Burj Khalifa. The one thing that I regret that we didn't do was going up the Burj Khalifa because that would have been really cool and good content. But we literally just didn't have enough time because we went straight from the expo to McDonald's to have food because we needed to eat. And then I tried to film some TikToks, but it was just too busy. And then we had to go straight to the airport um, to get our flight. So... <laughs> by the sounds of like what I've just said we actually had no time it was a tight schedule that we were working on but I think the only extra thing that would have been cool if we could have gone up the Burj Khalifa to have a look at that um, and I believe that was like only like 30 quid or something like that so it wasn't even that expensive so yeah if we had an extra few hours I'd have probably done that but yeah we were pretty flat out to be fair it was really really good trip I'd definitely go back again quite like to live there maybe in the future and see what happens but yeah like i say it's very very cool everything's the biggest and the best but i think it's one of them places if you want to 
live the high life you can if you want to spend as money you can but if you want to just live a normal life and you can as well kind of thing it's just whatever you decide to do but yeah uh, that was a Dubai trip uh, turning 26 getting old but you're only as old as you feel uh, age is just a number isn't it and yeah we went to Budapest the night before and the night after uh, which was cool saw some of our Hungarian friends shout out to Adele and Gerda it was so funny when we arrived the first time and they had a sign saying Mr. Roberts <laughs> I wasn't expecting that I was literally looking at my phone going to ring uh, ring them and then I looked up and I was in shock and it's them and I was like what the fuck so yeah that was cool and yeah so you have to watch the YouTube videos we've got lots of content coming for them uh, and yeah stay tuned because we've got a couple of Prague ones there'll be a Prague video out today and then in a couple of weeks Another another one, uh, I think. Oh, there's one Prague video already gone out. Let me just have a quick look. Yeah, so we've got the Prague video going out today, and then the second one going out in a couple of weeks, and then it will be the Dubai vlogs. Six of them. So we crammed in a lot of content there. So moving on to what else I've been up to. So last last Sunday, I went to um, Stephen Bart Stephen Bartlett's Diary of a CEO live tour. So it was actually a Christmas present from my mum and dad when I was away in Budapest, I think it was, I saw him advertising it on his story. And I thought, oh, I really want to go to that. And that's, that's one thing I feel like lots of people won't do things on their own because they're too scared to do things on their own. Because if you want to do something, just do it no matter what. You don't have to like rely on someone else and not do something just because you want to go with someone else. And I think it's quite cool to do things on your own. Uh, like do whatever you want, whenever you want, your own time scale, don't have to worry about anyone else. So yeah, I messaged them saying, oh, get me this for Christmas. And then my dad actually surprised me by getting a VIP meet and greet ticket, which was really cool. So I had to go there earlier. So the show started at half seven, but then on the itinerary, you had to get there at like quarter to five. So what I'd done is on the week as well, which is I definitely, it's definitely a tip for other people. You should always, if you see these like influencers or business people or whatever, try and find the team behind them on social media because they'll have less followers and they'll more likely to reply to you and stuff so i've like found this podcast editor videographer whatever and then the social media manager and i've and she posted on a story the other day about clients potential clients looking for social media people etc and a message her and then she actually helped me set up a meeting that i've had today to be fair then that might come with something so i messaged her saying oh i see you coming to newcastle maybe bump into you she said yeah definitely say hi so I went there to the meet and greet. I was actually quite nervous. It was weird seeing someone I've watched so much online in person, but went over and then Manu were playing Man City and he spots Manu and I was saying, I'm surprised you're not actually watching the football right now. And he said, oh yeah, we're fucking losing. Shocking. Just like talking to one of your mates about footy, you know, because at the end of the day, I think he's only like 29. But yeah, he was uh, <laughs> talking about football and then I gave him a bit of context about business. And then he was just saying, um, yeah, you want to be kind of, known for one thing that you can talk about and be an expert in nobody wants like a, a generalist if that makes sense so someone who's like a jack of all trades and if say uh, you can specialize in one specific service or product then that's when you really excel especially when you're small so i mentioned about tiktok to him he said focus on tiktok or discord marketing so he said they were the two biggest things at the moment that he would recommend doing so looking into that kind of stuff moving forward and just kind of come up with a plan and a strategy tiktok obviously um i've got a decent following on there on a personal one i've started posting on like a business one as well for like tiktok tips and stuff um i need to come up with like a maybe a plan and a strategy for that in the coming weeks 
when I need to allocate some time to that. And then Discord is an interesting one because I've used it a couple of times, but not really that much. Never really paid that much attention to it. But obviously with like all this NFT projects and stuff coming on, it's building like an online community. So I think it's just kind of coming up. Well, I need to test it myself, really. I think I need to come up with like a relatable relationship kind of discord to just test out the channels and how it works and keep people engaged and build the following and that kind of thing i think that'd be the easiest way for me but then building it out for businesses and finding out how you can uh, promote products on there because some of the research that i've been doing it would be obviously building the community on there and then you can um, pay businesses or businesses would pay you for advertising space on there like advertising channel and stuff so you can obviously generate revenue that way after you've built the following so i think that would be an interesting one to have a look at over the coming weeks and months because he says that businesses will pay big money for that kind of thing and big money for him is definitely a lot bigger than big money for me if that makes sense so yeah it was interesting for me to talk to him about that we really talked for about five minutes but it felt like it went on forever and i was just babbling i didn't have a clue what i was saying because i was like oh my god what is going on right now but i think it's good advice that it's better to be a specialist than a generalist um because i think everyone's cool especially when you start like a startup to just like say yes to everything and take all the business on because you need slash want the money and the experience and that kind of thing really so yeah that was the takeaway from that and then went to the show the show was nothing that ever been really been to before anything like i'd ever been to before i don't really go to that many shows to be honest but it was basically just him talking about his life like growing up that type of thing then relating it to his podcast his podcast guests and um, their knowledge and experience like putting clips on the screen and then other um songs which is like gospel choir uh, singing that along as well which is really really cool it was 90 minutes start off with them 15 minutes and then 75 minutes at the end so it was like three hours long but it absolutely flew by to be fair and randomly um i was went on my own but then sat next to two girls to my left and then at the interval just started talking saying oh you're on your own and then yeah and then they were from cardiff i said like, oh i used to go to union cardiff I used to live in cardiff etc and then they said oh do you know so and so and i was like oh yeah yeah yeah." and like oh we've met before and it turns out that i used to do marketing for their ex-boyfriend so i was like this is such a small world you've driven up to cardiff five and a half hours this one event and he sat right next to me (laughs) it's like it's so absolutely random so just shows how much of a small world it is to be honest so yeah if you haven't been if you like business loads of people like when i put some story about him i wasn't like i knew I knew him for like business and Dragon's Den and stuff, but I didn't realise how many people actually knew or were interested in him for various reasons. So got loads and loads of replies on my story, uh, which is very interesting just to see people who I would never expect to be interested in him that are, which is quite cool. But yeah, even I definitely, you should definitely go to the show, but the meet and greet made it for me. If I didn't do the meet and greet, it wouldn't have been the same experience, I don't think, um, which is powerful with the five minute conversation and stuff. But yeah, that was cool. Uh, definitely one of the best Christmas friends I've ever had. And yeah, so really... Uh, where I'm at now is just trying to concentrate on work. I think the first couple of months of the year has been a bit slow, to be fair. It's been a bit weird. Uh, just trying to transition over to bigger businesses, I think, that are kind of just streamlining uh, products and services. Need to really try and go through a rebrand as well, I think. But it's just allocating time to all these things i was you just i just don't know where the like the days and the weeks go these days because it's what wednesday right now we're gonna film all day tomorrow so that'll be thursday gone that'll be friday again another week will be gone you think but yeah what have i actually done um but yeah it's all part of the fun 
Um, it's very, very exciting. So we've got a big date tomorrow, so it'll be on Thursday. The first shoot with a, a new client that we've done stuff with before in December, but the first of like a new kind of like plan and direction they want to go down. An exciting meeting this morning that should hopefully come in in the next week when I send a proposal and stuff. But yeah, trying to keep busy out of trouble, which is the main thing. I definitely want to push more on my social media for marketing stuff. Um, I'm a bit, bit limbo at the moment with like TikTok and YouTube and all that kind of stuff. I need to really establish personal brand from business brand. That makes sense, anything at all. But got a member of the team Zishan who is actually really really good I've been really really impressed with him and he he likes personal branding and videos and that kind of thing he's actually based overseas and hopefully I'm going to get him helping me out with some stuff as well to take that like time well he can take time off me and the pressure of doing it kind of thing don't have to think about it and he can hopefully help me over the coming weeks and months so that'd be cool got a cool brand collab um, on TikTok that should be going out in the next couple of weeks or so, which I'm excited about. And yeah, so thank you very much. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Uh, if you got this far through, make sure to follow on Spotify and Apple. If you've enjoyed this audio only, if you want me to speak about anything else in the future, message me on Instagram, and then I will see you next time. Bye, 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 bye.